order in the court. It's time for Understanding the Law Radio. Well, hi, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Understanding the Law Radio. I'm your host, Peter Lamont, along with my co-host, Brendan. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Today, we're going to talk about something that I didn't even know existed. And what's that? Gingerism. What What does that mean? Gingerism is a discrimination, Mm -hmm. discriminatory... um, behavior against people with red hair really i had never heard of this now i never heard of the term no it's probably because i have no hair and that could be a part of it i don't think there's such a thing called baldism but if there was i'd know about it yeah because i'm bald right well uh gingerism that's i've never heard of that either i've never heard of it and and apparently it's a big thing and it's it's actually a very interesting topic mm-hmm. just because how many people in this world have red hair? I don't know. But it, it's become a topic that a lot of people are taking seriously. So there's this article that I was reading in The Guardian. I'm going to jump in here. Okay. Approximately less than 2% of the world's population has red hair. That's a small amount of people. That is a small amount of people. So this article in The Guardian says, gingerism is real, but not all prejudices are equal to one another. Mm-hmm. Bullying of gingered hair people is harmful, but cannot be said to be as, as, as serious a problem as oppression of other groups. Now, I, I don't understand where this came from, but... A lot of this seems to be, a lot of the articles seem to be coming from the UK. Right. Well, that's the highest concentration of uh, red-haired people. Is that true? I Yes. And I, I actually, the, um, oh, where was it? The highest concentration is Scotland, 13%, followed by Ireland, 10%. 13% of the world's population, of, of red-haired people? Yeah. 13% of the 2% of the world's population. That's nuts. Yeah. Well, the argument is that, uh, at least in the UK, that aggressive gingerism is a form of racism rooted in anti-Celtic, specifically anti-Irish prejudice, and therefore related to centuries-old matters of imperialism, huh. religious bigotry, mm-hmm. and war. Interesting. Right? That's, I mean, it's, I think it's mind-blowing. Yeah, I'm, I didn't know that. I've never heard of this before, but this is a developing i guess topic because what i've been seeing is suggesting that gingerism is spreading not just from the from not just in the uk but but here in the united states Mm -hmm. and there's there's some warnings if you will about gingerism in the workplace and how it could be the next form of a formal grievance and have an impact on employment law that's crazy. I, I just don't, I, I never, yeah, never heard of this before. I think it's really, really fascinating. Well, I have something somewhat funny to tell you. Okay. There's a lawsuit involving this. And now this one's real interesting. This one's, this one's more of a funny one, you know. Uh, 
a teenager sued his parents. Now, that does that happen often, do you think? Not often. Well, this teenager sued his parents for $2 million for being born ginger. $2 million? Yep. They He uh, launched a lawsuit for not preventing his birth, even if they were aware the high probability of his hair being red. Wrongful life lawsuit. Oh, my God. That's insane. Yep. Voluntary prejudice by giving him red hair. Well, what's the story concerning? I mean, this guy, this he kid. He says it's caused him pain and suffering, $1.35 million, and 800000 in loss of enjoyment of life. Because he has red hair. He says, my life is a torture. I keep being told that I have no soul, that I am from an endangered species. People keep calling me Carrot Top, Strawberry Shortcake, or Ginger Freak, and all of that is my parents' fault. Oh, my. Do, do you believe that this person actually got a lawyer? I not believe this at all. The fact that, no. I, I mean, come on. The lawyer said my client was intentionally exposed to a life of rejection and bullying by his parents. Many scientific studies have proven the social difficulties suffered by people with red hair. But this couple, who had suffered from it themselves, consciously decided to expose their children to the same thing. This is crazy. This is this is nuts. I'm sorry. I I the guy himself, uh, the father, the father has said both my wife and I have red hair, and it never stopped us from being happy. He said he's not ashamed of himself, and that some lawyer has now convinced his son that he can make millions. And he says. Seriously, I'm an electrician and my wife is a hairdresser. Where does he expect us to find $2 million? In- insane. Crazy. How, how could you, I don't know, I could never imagine suing your parents. Crazy. Now, according to sources, wrongful life lawsuits have brought in mm-hmm. approximately $20 million for children. But but this is like children that had severe disabilities, you know, and and um, you know, that's different, right? Uh, than than having red hair. That that's like saying, all right, I've got you know green eyes, and I'm going to go sue my parents for it. So, and this, by the way, this was Rochester, New York. Really? Yeah. So when we're talking about. This idea of red hair and gingerism spreading from the UK. Here you've got a Rochester, New York lawsuit Mm -hmm. for wrongful life. Crazy. Absolutely insane. And I think that it's ridiculous. This one is a bit more of a serious one. $18,000 was given to a waitress who was taunted over her red hair by her colleagues. She was awarded $18,000 in compensation. Uh, her name was Sarah. She was 41. And she said that that while she worked at a kebab shop, her, uh, her other, the other people working with her would constantly, you know, ask her inappropriate questions about her hair, you know, asking her things, questioning her from her hair to her sex life, all because of her ginger hair. They said, she said that she was stunned by the amount given to her, but she said the abuse has definitely affected her confidence and self-esteem, which I mean. Come on, that's crazy. You know what I mean? It's it's crazy, but I mean, I could see how... No, no, no. I mean, it's crazy that... Not not she's crazy. I mean, it's crazy that she would be, like, taunted 
by people over her hair color. Well, well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, I could see, I mean, I guess you could make an argument that, that people will pick on people for anything. You know, it doesn't make a difference. I mean, there are people that are just mean. So. Sure. But, you know, I, I think that's crazy. I think it was right that she was awarded that amount of money. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think that, that it's bullying versus discrimination, you, you mm-hmm. know, like I think discrimination is more of a widespread thing. Although I could see, you know, an employer perhaps being sued for the creation of a hostile work environment if they're aware of um, other employees who are are badgering or, or bullying or teasing another red-haired person. But I, what I just don't understand is what is drawing people right. to make fun of people with red hair? You know, why not make fun of bald people? Are there more bald people than red-haired people? Mm-hmm. What about people that have, you know, curly hair? Yeah, I get what you're saying. What percentage of people have curly hair? Why? why? I, I just don't understand. I mean, it seems like we're getting to a point where you could start to pick on individual things and mm-hmm. make it an issue. Right. And I think that from an employer standpoint, it becomes more and more challenging to be aware of all these different things that are coming up because you, your hair is wavy slash curly. Yeah. I mean, you could you could say you're you're bullied for your hair. I'm sure somebody's made fun of your hair at some point. I mean, you know, I mean, maybe once back in the day, but you know, I don't. I wouldn't say it's that big of an issue. I mean, I understand what she's saying here. She's saying that because of her hair color, these people asked her inappropriate questions and really upset her. You know, they 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 hurt her self esteem and her confidence, and it's abuse. Right, but verbal abuse, mental abuse, I'd say. But how many adults are uh, are singled out because of red hair? That that's the thing that I just don't. I don't know and I don't see. Right. I get what you're you know, saying. When you're a kid, sure. Or when you're a teenager, people do stupid mm-hmm. things. But people, you know, I teased people. People teased me. I'm sure you were teased or vice versa. Yeah. It's just that's, unfortunately, that's what kids do. They're immature. But as an adult, I mean, I don't go around teasing people, nor nor am I teased. You know, whether it's it's for being overweight or bold or for being a lawyer or whatever. You know what I mean? It's just... You, you would expect people as they grow up to put aside a lot of that silliness. Right. You know, so I don't, I mean, I'm not downplaying at all this idea of uh, discriminating against any group because of a unique characteristic. I don't think that's right. Mm-hmm. I don't, but, you know, I think we have to be very careful because the more groups that we create, the more difficult it, it becomes, you know, both from a, a working standpoint, a legal standpoint. It, it's just, I don't know, you know? Yeah. I, I think that we as a society, and again, I'm not talking about discrimination because age, sex, race, gender, all those right. things, those things that are protected by state and federal laws, those are serious and that they're no laughing matter. And, and it's obviously um, something that is so severe and serious that there's laws about it. Right. But I just would hate to see things take the focus off of legitimate 
discriminatory behavior. And I'm not saying that if you have red hair and your teas that it's not legitimate, your concerns. But is it enough to sort of create this idea of gingerism? Right. That's like curly hairism or baldism. Or and I know I'm I being slightly saying. facetious, but mm-hmm. you know, I mean, are you going to amend the state constitutions and statutes to include gingerism? Right. You know, I mean, I think that. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I understand it, and I certainly feel feel badly for anybody that's teased about anything because it just it's we, wrong. We shouldn't we shouldn't be doing that to one another. You know, we're all here on this planet, and God knows over the last year and a half that that you know you you can see how things are way outside of our control. Mm-hmm. So why right. why why live in a society, a country, a town, a school, wherever you are, where there's meanness? Don't we have enough to deal with? Why do you have to be mean to one another? Yeah. So I don't think that that there's any reason whatsoever to be mean to one another as, as you know, it just, as humans, we shouldn't do it. But right. I don't know if we should start creating all of these other subcategories of discrimination. So, right, right. I get what you're saying. Now, I've got another lawsuit for you. This one is absolutely insane. This one is another, I guess you could say this is a form of gingerism, although I, I personally would not. Are you ready for this one? I'm ready. Woman sues Canada Dry. Oh, so you're going real ginger. Real ginger. Real ginger. For false advertising after a lab found that the actual amount of ginger in ginger ale is less than 2% per million or some crazy number. It, it's not a significant ingredient at all. And that's that's pretty much the basics of this story. Uh, a woman named Julie from New York filed a lawsuit. She said that for years she drank the cannabis dry to soothe her stomach ailments, as ginger is a natural, you know, healer for nausea and other stomach issues. But it was apparently all in her head because she it was shocked after you know the lab result found that ginger is a not really a primary ingredient in there. So she's suing because the can says made from real ginger and Dr. Pepper Snapple Group did not respond to any comments here. They did not give out any comments. But what do you think of that? Well, I mean, I think that's really interesting because it's false advertising. And I think that I've always thought there was ginger in ginger ale, but I don't know to what degree I thought there was ginger. And I don't know how much ginger I, I did not expect out of a soda. Mm-hmm. that I was going to be getting an entirely ginger product. Right. You know, I, I'm thinking more of a ginger flavor. Like, for example, ginger ice cream. You ever have ginger ice cream? Mm-hmm. I have. Like a lot of, um, I, I think I think I've had, where was it? One of the, in the China Pavilion in Epcot, mm-hmm. I had a really, really good ginger ice cream out of, I, I think it was the Nine Dragons restaurant. Um. I don't think that that ice cream is primarily made of ginger. No. I'm thinking ginger flavor. Yeah. Like ginger snaps, for example, the right. cookie. Uh, don't even get, you know what? You've gotten me started. Well, hold on. No, 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 no. You don't no, like no, ginger no, no, snaps? No. This is important. Okay. There was this stupid store that was really fun. It was right next to the Best Buy, and I liked Best Buy. And one time when that Best Buy, I was like, let's go into this fun store. It was some kind of weird, like, Store that had stuff from all around the world or whatever. It was cool. And one thing I got was this giant tin of ginger snaps. 
There were so many ginger snaps in there. And you know what? When you buy a box of cookies that big, and it was a tin. It was all decorated. You can't not eat the cookies. That would be a waste. And ginger snaps, they set your mouth on fire, all right? And your tongue is just burning. It's not a fun experience, but then at the very end, it's like, oh, wait, that's a little good. Let's try another one. They do burn. They burn. You know what doesn't burn, though, is gingerbread. No, that's I like gingerbread. I love gingerbread. You know what? As I have gotten older over the years, I like it more and more. And now I'm at a place where I think I'm a you know a good relationship with gingerbread. Well, I mean that's I mean look going back to the the Canada Drive for a second, right? I just don't <sighs> look. People have sued potato chip companies because there's too much air in the bag, and there was recently one that I read about. Uh, we might have actually done it on an episode. Junior mints, or that's right, that's right. Where there was, uh, there was too much, not enough in the right in the junior mints box. Right, the the package was too big, and it made you think you were getting more candy. And right, right. So, I mean, I've seen those um, those lawsuits, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I mean, look, I I guess if they're saying microscopic amount of ginger found in ginger ale, right? I I guess I can. I guess I can understand that. I right. Mean, you know, by the way, I don't know if you know this because I didn't know this, but did you know that Canada Dry, the parent company for Canada Dry, is the DPSG, the Dr. Pepper Snapple Group? <laughs> is that the name of the company? That's the name. Of the, I've never heard of I didn't Neither realize I. that. that thought it was owned by Coke or something. Pepsi, maybe. Dr. Pepper Snapple Group. <laughs> I wonder what drinks they own. We gotta ask Wendy. Um, what? Wendy from Snapple. You don't remember the Wendy, the lady from the Snapple commercial? No. No, we look her up. The only Wendy I know gives me burgers. No, no, this is and Wendy. She from... has red hair. Oh, she's a ginger. No, yes, right, yes. Yeah, yes. but I don't. That's the point of gingerism is that I don't know that people with red hair want to be considered gingers. Why? Okay. Well, I, uh, look, I don't know. <laughs> You're asking a bald man to give you an explanation about ginger hair. But here's the the thing with Canada Dry. Canada Dry's bottles actually say in cans, "quote made from real ginger." Oh, so and yeah, that that's I mean, I mean, yeah, that's like, false advertising absolutely. because the lawsuit cites testing that shows that the drink doesn't contain real ginger at all. Right. And so a reasonable consumer would would believe that there's real ginger in there and there isn't this is by the way another new york's lawsuit i gotta tell you new york and california have the wildest lawsuits lawsuits. wildest lawsuits it doesn't matter if it's new york state or new york city that's just the way it is yep but um so you've got two two ginger lawsuits in new york the rochester one and and this one Mm -hmm. um this one though i i i it makes sense right if you're going to advertise something and then it's it's false advertising yeah this one makes sense to me right the suing your parents because they have red hair and they Mm -hmm. gave you red hair that's crazy i have blue eyes crazy talk would i be suing my parents because they gave me blue eyes no that's nuts nuts but without making light of this Again, I just want to be clear that I do not agree with bullying, picking on, making fun of anybody for any physical characteristic. It doesn't make a difference what that characteristic is. I just wish people weren't so mean. You know, I'd like to take a quick aside before we end. 
I've been thinking. Something That's is a dangerous f- thing. Yeah, something is fishy with that red hair lawsuit. Why? The kids whose parents. Is this a joke? You know, no, 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 no. This is not a joke. I read it, and it's just odd the way they phrased it. Like, the parents said, you know, he was getting bullied in school recently, meaning, like, he lives with them, right? Like, you know. Right. And, you know, some lawyer now has convinced him that he can sue us. What lawyer convinced him this? Like, what? how would the lawyer – I don't – I just – I don't – I don't fully get how it all comes together. It seems odd. And, like, the kid – Said thing. It seems like a, a Saturday Night Live stunt? skit, a Saturday Night Live skit, or a publicity stunt. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I'm now. Now I'm a bad person I, for questioning this kid. I just don't understand how a lawyer would take that, and I think that that's why lawyers sometimes get bad names. And don't right. get me on on a lawyer kick, but yeah, you know, I think that sometimes you can find a lawyer to take almost anything. Mm-hmm. And unless there was something that I'm missing or something that's that's you know in the lawsuit itself that I'm not seeing, right, right, exactly. Just that's, simply, that's my question. right. Yeah. I mean, is there more to it, or is this simply a you gave me red hair? And I, I cannot believe that a lawyer would take that. Right. You know, you gave me red hair. So yeah. uh, I guess as parents, we need to be geneticists and determine what our chromosomal combinations are going to result in. Because I am, I am going to, to, I'm again, not a scientist, right? but I am going to venture to say that somewhere in this world, there are parents who mm-hmm. both have blue eyes yeah. and produced a child that does not. Right. Absolutely. So that's, the, you know, yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's dominant just and recessive genes, that whole thing. Oh, now you're getting way too technical. What did you just read? Like science digest? No, you know where there's the, you actually know this. Yes. That's impressive. Very impressive. Thank you. So, but again, look, look, here's, here's another thought. What about blondism? No, no, I'm serious. I mean, that is, there are blonde jokes. There is a ton of blonde jokes and people will say, well, you're blonde, right? And they'll make fun of people with blonde hair and accuse them of being not as intelligent. But I don't know that there's such a thing as blondism. Interesting. Huh. No, serious. I that now now we've got to delve into this because again, not right to pick on people, but I would venture to say that more people are blonde than they are redheads. Yeah, surely. Wouldn't you have a bigger class of and this is why I'm telling you that things can spiral out of control into all these subcategories. Right. Blondism, baldism, you know, gingerism, overweightism. So well, you know that that is a serious issue. So, well, it is, it is, but um, it's it's discrimination. Maybe we're going too specific right. to actually coin a phrase, mm-hmm. as opposed to discrimination on the basis of physical appearance. Right. Interesting. I don't know. You know, I would I would be behind discrimination on the basis of physical appearance, but the problem with that is that it's too amorphous without. You know, severe definitions, because what if I wear baggy pants and you wear tight pants and now we're going to say discrimination on the basis of appearance? Right, right. I don't know. It's it's really complicated. You know, discrimination in, in any sense is bad, horrible, shouldn't happen. We shouldn't be mean. We shouldn't tease people. We should all try to get along. 
But then um, at the same time, once you start you know, making these, these subcategories, do we find ourselves making light of or, I don't know. Yeah. I, mean, I can't imagine anybody, if that lawsuit is what I read it to be, the unlawful birth, who would be behind that? Right. Interesting, because, you know, the kid can't pay the lawyer's fees, can he? Well, it sounds to me like a lawyer probably took it on a contingency, but I mean, how many people out there would get behind that lawsuit and say, yeah, that's that's a, a real thing, right? Right? Like that's a, wow, that's that's horrible. I don't know. Totally. I, I'm really interested. I, we need to interview people with red hair. Yes, we do. That would be an interesting, interesting episode, wouldn't it? Yeah, I really think so. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, now that we've created more questions for ourselves, I think it's a good time to wrap up this episode. What do you think? I think so, too. So, listen, if you do have red hair, I'm very curious to know uh, what you think of this episode and what you have experienced. So make sure that you leave some comments on our social media and uh, maybe we'll revisit this topic as I become more uh, more well-versed mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. You know, because it's just, I find it very fascinating and I'm not making light. I, I, no, you know, absolutely. I'm interested in it. So, yeah. all right, well, that's going to do it for this episode. Thanks for joining us. Make sure you tune in next time. Thanks for listening to Understanding the Law Radio. If you haven't done so already, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. We're available anywhere that you listen to your podcasts, including Amazon, Apple Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and many more. Also, don't forget to check us out online on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks again. See you next time.